welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get grimy. With a capital G. Capital G hyphen R. Mm-hmm. Capital I. Asterisk, asterisk, M-Y, exclamation point. No, no, no. Asterisk M, and then three hyphens, <laughs> and an I with an accent over it. Oh, shit. You're right. I misspelled it. My bad. My bad. My bad. Grimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like Dracula. Grimmy. <laughs> oh, God. Damn it. The um, jig is up. Hey, Dracula, how's your week been? No, you know, <laughs> spooky. <laughs> it's been good. Man, I'm like, I'm vibing on some day off vibes right now. And I know Ooh. you're doing the same. Ooh, I'm in, no. I'm in my PJs. I've got mm. these like slipper socks on. Yes. I am just disheveled as hell. Oh my God. Yes. Because why not? And I had cereal at 11 a.m. <gasps> it's been a big day. I had a Pop-Tart like 20 minutes ago. My oh, hair so is good. in a messy bun and I don't have a bra on. Oh, same. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I'm never going to put one of those things on if I don't have to. God, day off vibes. I'm so into it. And mm-hmm. we're in the same time zone, so we're just like vibing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you and you're no bra. I feel it. <laughs> I can feel it from here. Fantastic. I feel that you're not wearing a bra from where I'm sitting. <laughs> Horrific. I feel it my bones. Anywho. <laughs> Flora, how's your week going? Mine's good. I'm just getting mentally and physically ready to shoot my body across the continent. Across the continent. Across the world at probably 9 million miles an hour. I don't know how fast airplanes go. That's exactly how I think about flying every single time I get in a plane. I'm like, I'm just catapulting my body like through the air. It's a slingshot. flinging it into existence. Yeah. It's a fucking slingshot. Hey, I'll be there in a couple hours once my body stops like flinging itself across the world. Yeah. Okay, and I have, I'm, like, going on a very long flight, so I'll be sleeping and then waking up on an airplane. Oof. And I have done that four times before, mm-hmm. and each time, when I wake up, I throw up, because oh. there's, like, this weird airplane breakfast smell that oh, is... Oh, you've told me about this. Yes. It is my curse. It is, like, this weird odor i don't know my parents when i was a kid thought it was like this weird eggy thing like nobody else is like oh it just smells like food and i'm like it smells like rot and (laughs) vile something i don't know but the moment i like smell it i have to like start breathing out of my mouth and doing like deep breathing exercises and then i just end up ralphing so it's been probably like 10 years since i've flown and like had airplane breakfast wafted into my nostrils Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I <laughs> I just feel like before I was like with my parents because a child, now I'm going to be next to some stranger and they're going to be like, <laughs> oh my God, this girl's vomiting. So there I'm she goes <laughs> getting ready for that, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I'm the only one in the world that gets sick off airplane breakfast. No, I don't eat it. It's gross. I don't even eat it. It's just the odor. Huh. Well, I mean, two things. I get that. I mean, it makes sense that you're mentally preparing for that because, God, that sounds like you need to prepare for that. <laughs> it no, just sounds really like scared. it's a whole thing. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You'll throw up and then you're good. Like, pff, people throw up all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially you. <laughs> you throw up constantly. <laughs> I do. All the time. I'm a sick <laughs> child. 
I, I kind of have a feeling, though, that, like, maybe this reaction that you have is because you have extremely sensitive, like, sense of smell, and maybe, maybe it means that you, like, are in tune with a different level of being. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, maybe this is, like, the one thing that people that, like, train monster hunters look for, like, their one quality. Right. Like, with, like, the vampire slayer, it was always, like, a weird mole or something. Maybe you just, like, get sick with airplane breakfast food smells. Yeah. Like, I can and they're smell... like, that's the one. She can, like, hunt down Dracula. Yeah, I can, like, smell the pain in this, like, fake egg. And... <laughs> As it's being, egg is like, like no, I am an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do this to uh, me, a, a poor lowly egg? So apparently when I hurdle into the void, my sense of smell gets increased. So that's something. That's definitely a superpower. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it's the one that you or anyone else would ever want, but mm-hmm. you got it. So got might it. as well flaunt it. <laughs> uh, so on that note, whatever note that was. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The animal this week, so we told our Patreons, because I'm going across the world for, like, five years, um, to just, like, make a list of animals, so we're just picking from a list. So this is still kind of a surprise for them, because mm-hmm. they don't know exactly which one we picked. Mm-mm. We had a lot of, it was, like, 10 or 20 or something? I don't know. I didn't count. Anyway, so I picked one. I picked the heart heart beast. Heart of beast. I don't know how to say it. I didn't even look Ooh. that up. I'm assuming heart beast. It sounds um, spooky. It has a lot of E's in it, which is like the weird thing. So it's H-A-R-T-E-B-E-E-S-T. Okay. Um, And this is also known as the Congoni, which also I didn't look up how to say, which is Swahili. And then, um, yeah. That sounds like it's part of the John Stoney family. (laughs) Congoni. Um, And yeah, this thing's an African antelope, my dudes. Oh, cool. I love a good deer. Love me a good deer boy. So mm-hmm. the Afrikaans word is like herdebeest, which means deer beast. So they weren't wrong. That's what that means. Okay. He's a deer beast. Um, he's an animal chordate mammal, Arteodactyla, those even-toed ungulates. Yes, babies. yes, yes, yes. Our best friends in the animal kingdom, them even-toed ungulates. Love it. Uh-huh. He is in the family Bovidae, which are those ruminant mammals. So that's like bison and sheep and... Yeah, like bovine, Cow. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And then they are Alcepha... Oh, I can't remember my own handwriting. Alcepha... <laughs> mm, was that an L? I think it is. Alcelephus Bucelephus. <laughs> Excuse me. I just cursed you. No! A million years dungeon. <laughs> no! <laughs> I just got out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's the heart of beast. So the, the, okay, this is like where, I don't know anything about heart of beast. I mean, I do now, but I didn't before. So our Patreon patron was like, do the Jackson's heart beast. And (laughs) when I Google that. You got it, dude. Like nothing comes up. Oh, oh, oh. And so I'm Uh like, what? My dude, what? Well, let me just tell you, this is where it gets wicked weird. So there's eight subspecies of this fucking thing. It was first described in 1766 by a German zoologist, and literally no one agrees on anything about it. Oh, very cool. <laughs> like, someone's, like, making a fucking cladogram, somebody else is, like, checking DNA, and they're all just like, what the fuck? Like, nobody knows. So, of these eight, two of them are sometimes just considered an entirely different species, because whatever. <laughs> Because nothing matters and science isn't real, right? Exactly. Cool. So there's eight of these dudes. There's like the booble heart beast, 
which Ooh. is dead. It's extinct forever, as oh. of 1994, officially, the IUCN Red List. Um, and these are all just, like, living in different places, but, like, in Africa. So um, that was, like, northern Africa, Morocco to Egypt. There's the Red or the Cape Harpist, which is uh, the northern Cape in South Africa, central and southwestern Botswana, and Namibia. There's okay. the Cokes Harpist, which is Kenya and northern Tanzania. Tanzania? The... <laughs> yeah, why do I always do that? I, I don't know. It's kind of weird, right? It is. That's all right. You know, it sounds like they're kind of, like, all over Africa, huh? Like, kind of yeah. literally all over. Just all over that bitch. Um, there's the Lichtenstein's Heartbeast, which is in oh. the Miombo woodlands of Eastern and South Africa. The Western Heartbeast, which is Mali and Sen- Senegal and the Ivory Coast. The Swain's Heartbeast, which is Southern Rift Valley in Ethiopia. The Torah Heartbeast, which I guess I didn't write down where the fuck that is. And then the Lelwell, L-E-L-W-E-L, Lelwell Heartbeast. L-E-L-W-E-L. Yeah. That's a mouthful. So, I'm going to find out, that one is the Jackson's Heartbeast. Oh, I'm glad they changed the goddamn name. Yeah. See, they do say Heartabeast. Heartabeast? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, do you pronounce the vowel or is it just silent? I don't know. You tell me. The, I'm the, learning. The comment is, thank you for posting how to say word because I'm having a debate tomorrow and needed to know how to say some word. Thank you again. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Heart of Beast. Thank you, Heart of Beast. Thank you. The Heart of Beast. Our overlord. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Jacksons is this like lelwol, I guess. That's I like guess. a... Did you ever watch 30 Rock? No. Oh. There's this whole episode where... Like, one of the characters is acting in this play called The Rural Juror, and it's, like, the worst two words to ever put together, and <laughs> no one can understand what she's saying. That's how I feel about, like, the la la Yes. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. Um, and then just, like, digging deeper, these fucking things hybridize. <laughs> of course they do. Why wouldn't they? So anywhere where, like, two subspecies overlap, they're just boning down. So there's the Kenya Highland Hartebeast, which is a lelwol and a coke. The Newman's Hartebeast, which is the Lowell and the Swains. And then some people think the Jacksons, which the African Antelope Database just says the Jacksons is the Lowell. But some people think the Lowell is mixed with a Coke and that's a Jacksons. But that's also what a Kenya Highland Hartebeast is. So I don't fucking... <gasps> I know. So these things are just boning down. But all of these are mixed with the Lowell with the Jacksons. So that's just like a horny little antelope, I guess. I don't know what to say gets around he's like the heart of it all right yes he's the one like hosting the mixers oh yeah he's like this the swinger and he's like come over to my house like i planned a mixer leave your antelope keys in the bowl (laughs) (laughs) hey okay so i haven't i normally when we do these things like flora and i will automatically like pull up pictures of the animal that we can just (laughs) stare at while the other one talks about it have you finally done it no, no, no. I have specifically not done it because in oh. my mind, I've had this vision of a heart, what a hard to beast, I guess is how you say it, sure. um, is kind of my whole life just based on like the gut feeling I get when someone <laughs> says that word. So I'm going to describe it to you and I want you to tell me like how close I am. God. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I, I pictured it as sort of like a wildebeest kind of guy where he's got like, he's obviously like a hoofed animal. Yes. Got he's hoofed. got just like some Check. like big, like burly ass shoulders like he's just mm. kind of like mm, 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 jacked in the shoulder neck mm. region it's kind of mm. like when the 
shoulder is the neck kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I also imagine him with, like, some crazy spiral horns. Mm, okay. And especially on that neck region, having just, like, you know how they sell, like, fashion capes, but that are, like, only enough to cover, like, the your torso part of your back? Like, yes. they don't even reach your butt? Yes. That's what I imagine these guys have, which is, like, big, like, thick, like, almost like a lion mane kind of oh, thing. Oh, I wish. And then I also imagine he's got, like, crazy, like, big goat hooves <laughs> and... Just possibly, <laughs> yeah, possibly like red eyes. Oh my god! Maybe maybe it's like spouting like fire from its nose. Okay, okay. okay. Um, maybe like has a mouthful of like human teeth, kind of to add to the mm. eeriness. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm picturing. So like, You're you know, maybe on a on. like a scale of one. To 100, tell me, like, how close I am. 100 oh. being perfect. Oh, I mean, you're, like, a 98. Yes. Okay, let me give you another, just, like, so when I look at this, because, like, obviously I, I know what it looks like, because I did Google it before. Yes. My, my best way to describe this is just, like, picture Benedict Cumberbatch on Done. all fours. Oh! Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It scared me so much. I just imagined him standing upright and then all of a sudden just dropping to all fours. And I was like, oh, God. Okay. Put some hooves on him and give him some little. I, he already has hooves. <laughs> some little swizzle stick antler th- horn things. Oh, and my that's God. the beast. It looks like Benedict Cumberbatch to me. I have such anxiety right now. <laughs> I feel like a like dark fist just closed around my heart. Okay, <laughs> I'm, like, I did like, struggling to breathe. There's tons of like pictures of like otters that look like Benedict Cumberbatch and like uh-huh. that weird dinosaur from that cartoon. Oh and, like, my god, yes, weird... yeet. What? <laughs> that that dinosaur is just like yeet. <laughs> yes, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I googled like Benedict Cumberbatch hartebeest and like nobody else has made this. Ooh. similarity that i can tell but like it just looks like benedict cumberbatch on all fours i don't know how else to describe it you're breaking down or barriers you're breaking new ground and you're breaking down everything that i hold dear <laughs> just breaking it down you know what maybe okay maybe this is a startling revelation though i don't mean to get too off topic but maybe benedict cumberbatch is in fact our key to the animal kingdom well he I'm seems just... to lead to like so many different outlets of like animals and nature i think he's just like maybe he is mother nature well like the dna structure and like the species breakdown of this animal and its subspecies is so confusing that yeah i do think he's the heart of beast missing link oh there it is you know we didn't get into this business to make startling scientific discoveries but they we're not going to deny them if they come to us right they certainly found us (laughs) continue Okay, so I'll give you the description that the internet gives for it. It is a large antelope. Okay. It is about 3.3 feet at the shoulder. Oh, smaller than I was expecting. Yeah, but I think it's got a big fucking head. Um, so 79 okay. to 98 inches in length. Okay, I cannot conceptualize that nope, at all. No, me either. Didn't even write down a comparison. And then the weight is anywhere from 220 to 440, so can just double in weight inexplicably. That's <laughs> You thought okay. it was 220. I'm not. I'm Here's where, that. this is where, like, if you Googled describe Benedict Cumberbatch, and then you, this is where the parallels, okay? Elongated forehead. Hello. Uh-oh. Odd-shaped horns. Right there. Hello. Short neck. Boom. Pointed ears. Done. In front of us the whole time. Long legs. Check. Short and shiny coat. 
oh, you know it's him. So I don't know what else to say. Oh, I think you forgot the last one. Um, has a British accent. <laughs> British accent. Black tufted on tail. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it checks out, man. Don't tell his his PR team that we found out. He'll come for us. I, they have alerts, I bet. Like, the moment this goes on live, they'll be, like, bells ringing in, like, the fucking Benedict Cumberbatch sub-basement where his, like, <laughs> team of hartebeast fucking demon researchers live. And they're all hartebeast as well. They have, like, their hooves. They're typing away. No, <laughs> it's, like, isn't it Adventure Time where that, like, deer, like, takes off his yes. gloves and he has human hands? And he's standing there with human hands. That's it. That's it. There's the connection between everything. We have solved the mysteries of the universe. It has never been more important that our identities have been secret. <laughs> That's so true. We will be Guys, do us a solid and don't try to figure out who we are. Don't. Our life depends on it. It's for our safety and your safety. <laughs> so true. Ooh. okay <laughs> um yeah so both sexes have horns um they vary in color the different subspecies anywhere from like sandy brown to like chocolate brown um mm. their horns are anywhere from 18 to 20 inches in length uh, that's really the, long though the females tend to have a more slender horn but it is like a weird shaped horn for sure i'm looking up a picture now yeah Let's see Oh, yeah, it is kind of spirally. Like, I think yeah. if it continued on, it would definitely be, like, a little ringlet. Crazy, yes. But just, like, do you see what I see now? When you see yeah. this? Do you see what I see? Okay. I, I do. It also kind of looks like, you know how, like, a lot of hoofstock have those glands on their face? Oh, like yes. scent glands? It looks like those are a second set of eyeballs. Okay, we'll get into that. I have that written down. Wonderful. I have that. I have that. Okay, great. Okay, so, the, yeah, the different subspecies kind of look different. But the Jacksons, which is what this person cared about, um, has dark stripes on its legs. I guess that's how you differentiate it. And it's reddish oh, okay. tan in color. Okay. So, like, the other subspecies don't have it, though, even though they're all, like, mixed with it? Well, they do. Like, one of them also has black things on its legs. I don't know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> they're all I don't know why other, I'm trying so... to find, like, reason and logic in this. That's fine. <laughs> um, I don't either. Also, my phone went off because you texted me. It was me. <laughs> Ew, yeah, it does look like eyes. Gross. So, yeah, those um, glands on its face are called the preorbital glands. Okay. And in some species of hartebeest, it's like a viscous, dark reddish colored goo that comes out. In the Jacksons, mm-hmm. it's a colorless fluid. So that kind of sets Ooh. them apart. Um, but this preorbital gland is found in a lot of different hoofstock. Basically, it's the same homologous fucking gland that we have that produces our tears. Oh, just sort of in a different spot? So just, like, in a different spot and for, like, a different purses. Purpose. Purses? Purses. Purses. Um, for a different purpose. But it's, like, the same, you know, it's, like, tomato, tomato. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, this is, like, a trench-like slit in their fucking face, which produces this disgusting secretion, which has, like, pheromones and, like, weird chemical components to it. So basically, they just, like, shove shit inside their eyeball holes and they deposit this goo on all different kinds of stuff, like twigs and grass, and um, just like whatever they can find to stick in their face. And this is just a means of communication with other animals. And it like smell, it like stinks, right? Because you've worked with a lot of animals that have that. Yeah, I worked with this clip springer that had like ne- he never wiped him out, and then when he did, it was like a black lollipop, basically. Like he oh, would turn, he would turn like God. a stick into a giant black lolly because he would take so long to finally do it. 
And yeah, it's just kind of really disgusting. But I guess the Jackson's is clear, so at least that helps. His was black, which is fell. Yeah, but it's just kind of weird, like, watching an animal stick a stick in its face. Yeah, I, it's not something that kind of I think they would ever do. Yeah, it's like us cleaning out our ears with a Q-tip, except for it's your eye hole. And it's... Plopping my eye hole down in this br- <laughs> this br- this bush. Here and, it goes. Yeah, instead of a Q-tip, it's just a stick. Oh, okay. Uh, whatever. Same. Teach same, their own. Same diff. You know what? Self care Sunday. <laughs> do what you gotta do. <laughs> Amen. Okay, these guys are diurnal, so they're chilling during the day. They usually graze in the a.m. and kind of the late afternoon. They when it gets hot, they just kind of chill out and like lounge. They're super gregarious, very social. They can have herds usually up to 300, but it can be even more if grasses are abundant. So obviously, like, if the buffet is, like, rolled out, they're all gonna Mm kind of come together. (laughs) If the golden corral's open, the people flock. They're gonna be there. If you call Benedict, he will arrive. Okay, Um, but in 1963, they recorded 10,000 just, like, chilling and eating together. But that's pretty rare. I mean, usually it's 300, not 10 fucking thousand. They're having a rally or something. Yeah. Um, and then their herd structure is pretty cohesive. They kind of, like, disperse and kind of go with the flow. Um, it didn't seem, like, super structural. Mm-hmm. And then typically it's just, like, territorial adult males, non-territorial adult males, young males, and then females with babies kind of, like, form a group, I guess. Okay. And hang out. But females can also form groups of up to, like, 5 to 12 with just, like, generations of heart of beasts chilling together. Like, I guess there's, like, some kind of weird female dominance because the females will fight, and they'll actually fight males, too. And just, like, everyone's just fighting all the time. Oh, no. A broken society. Yeah. It is weird. They probably have their reasons. Maybe. <laughs> um, they're sexually mature at about three or, f- well, two or three, I think. But at around three or four, the males will attempt to kind of take over a territory. Um, and then that, like, the females go along with it. Hmm. Um, and then the way that a male marks his territory is he just takes big shits um, everywhere. <laughs> Rad. So he just, like, makes a little poop pile. He just starts, like, brewing up his big shits, and he's like, time to take over. <laughs> uh, it's like, I don't know, making a little, like, chalk circle around, like, where you live, except for with shit. Oh, right, yeah. Same thing. It's cheaper than a fence. It's cheaper than a fence. That's so true. <laughs> Uh, so just behaviorally, these guys are really alert and cautious animals. Yeah, for sure. Like, they don't get eaten otherwise. Right. And apparently they have a very highly developed brain. So their guests are pretty oh. smart, which totally tracks with Benedict Cumberbatch. It Yeah, everything you're telling me is, like, in line with everything I know about him. Yes. He takes, like, really big shits. Yes. He, like, has a big brain. Yeah. He sticks things in his face. Yeah. Yeah. And then typically they're calm, but obviously they can defend themselves when needed. Whenever they're grazing, they usually have a lookout who kind of even sometimes will like stand up on a termite mound to kind of get some some vertical lookage (laughs) um, and kind of looks around. And then when one... That's like, hold on. That's like me just like standing on a step stool in order (laughs) to like observe my environment. Like, yeah, it's better than nothing, but... It's not by much. Yeah, you like got another like inch off the ground, just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I can see for miles. Wow, everything's so clear. Wow. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, oh yeah, so and then sorry. when one animal flees, they flee single file, which I thought was kind of weird. Oh, so orderly. Yeah. 
Um, and then everything eats them. So lions, leopards, hyenas, wild dogs, cheetahs, jackals prey upon juveniles, and then they even get eaten by crocodiles. <gasps> oh. Which is just, yeah, like, bumsky. Yeah, not great. Okay, but they have, like, this wicked, long, weird Benedict Cumberbatch face, right? Like, their yeah. face is just, like, mega long. But that helps when they're grazing, so they can be eating. Their nose and, like, mouth can be totally flat with the ground and be chomping, uh-huh. but their fucking eyes are seen <laughs> 25 inches away from their f- mouth, so they can still, like, be alert and, like, be looking around <laughs> the entire time. Horrid. It's like a, it's one of those, like, wacky, waving, inflatable arm men, but in a face. But his face is that whole <laughs> He just, man. like, goes for a really long time. Yeah. You've heard, like, a, like, a forehead or a five head. This is, like, an 18 face. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's kind of incredible. It's kind of incredible, but also incredibly creepy <laughs> yes like yes, yes, yes. you know that if there it was just like i just imagined him like eating behind a hedge but also just watching me <laughs> like oh yeah I, yeah yeah, yeah. like pretty much all seeing all knowing benedict cumberbatch yeah which is fine i guess as long as he's benevolent it's it's fine true right so yeah like it talks about fighting so they kind of fight in ridiculous ways at the beginning of a fight just to like kind of posture they'll kind of move their head around posture and then they just take shits <laughs> rad so, so they just drop dumb to just be like cool. let me get let me lighten the load because i'm about to kick your stupid ass is it an intimidation thing or is it like they're getting nervous about the fight thing is it like a nervous shit or is it like I'm no trying to I think intimidate like, you shit? yeah i think it's like who can take the biggest shit like this is my land i'm i can shit on it like let's fight God, that's how I fight as well. Um, and then they drop to their knees and wrestle, and they basically, like, interlock their <laughs> horns. Okay, this sounds like how aliens think animals work. <laughs> Take big shits and then do some knee wrestling. I don't buy it. That's get on, weird. Get on your knees, boy. <laughs> I don't understand. Do they also take their, like, front gloves off and they have human hands? Yeah. <laughs> and they, like, they... do thumb wars or something? And they kiss with their pre-orbital glands. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, no. But they just uh, get down low. I don't know. They, like, bow and just, like... Because otherwise, if they don't, like, their horns don't interlock. You know, they're just, like, forehead punching. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get that angle. Yeah, I guess. And then, yeah, they... Basically, so they're gonna, like, interlock horns, and then one... Tr- it's basically, like, thumb war. One tries to, like, fling the other head to the side, so then uh-huh. they can stab him in the fucking neck. Oh. Can you imagine if every thumb war ended that way? Right. But these like are, you, you pin down the other, <laughs> you pin down the other guy's thumb, and then you pull out a knife and jab and him in the neck. Jab. You just You're kill. like, it's my right. It's the rules of the thumb war. <laughs> just kill that man. You kill him. Okay. Amazing. Um, but yeah, these are rarely fatal fights. They can be, but usually they're not that serious. It's kind of just like, ah, you won. I'll, I'll move on. I mean, yeah, I guess if the other option is to get stabbed in the neck, then sure. Yeah, like I'll I'd take... probably concede as well. Yeah, I'll take the, the loss for sure. Um, okay, so what do these guys eat? They eat grass. Fuck's sake. Duh. <laughs> Duh, have you learned nothing? Have you, you been paying a fucking single ounce of attention? They eat grass. <laughs> cool. Uh, but their skull structure apparently is um, perfect for Terrifying. just like chewing okay. grass, eating super fibrous grass. Um, mm. And then compared to other animals in the like... Uh, family they're in they require a lower food intake so they can live easier i guess like into the dry season because they don't need that much food and they can kind of eat like the nasty shit that nobody else likes oh well that's good it's good adaptation and you said there are ruminants right yes 
Cool. So they're like got bunch of stomachs. <laughs> yes, and they're just like regurging and their breath stinks like shit. Cool. So they don't actually like migrate, so they're only going to move if like it's life or death. Oh, okay. Cuz they're so good at just like eating just like dirt and leftovers. They're just like this is fine. We'll just stay. Yeah. They're like perfectly adapted to the junkyard they live in. Exactly. I let me be clear, I'm not saying Africa is a junkyard. <laughs> I came off wrong. Oh, no, but they live in like the shitty part. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Great. There's a shitty part of town. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so communication, they can make some vocalizations. They make quacking and grunting noises. Mm-hmm. And then typically juveniles are way more vocal, which is kind of common. And then they just take shits. Cool. As both an olfactory and visual display. God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that'll do it. Both senses coming at you. Just hitting you with a big old stink pile. Hit me with your best shot. You know what? That just means that their butts are kind of running everything in their life. Hmm. Like, they kind of control their herd and, like, the yeah. power dynamic with their butt. Yeah. Mm, that's a power play. It's something. That's a true power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Right. <laughs> so, these guys are sexually mature, like I said, like, one or two. Um, gestation is usually like eight to nine months long. Babies are born, they're 20 pounds, and then obviously it's a hoof stock, so they're pretty much raring to go after a couple minutes. They're weaned at about four months old, but young males typically like hang out with mommies for a long time, maybe even up to two and a half years, which is more than the females. Okay. And it's just hard to be like a young male because the territorial adult males like pick on the babies. So there's a really high mortality rate specifically of young male hartebeest. And that's because of the adult males. And, like, not only do they just, like, pick on them, but they deprive them of, like, good foraging. Because <laughs> they're just Oh, mean. okay. Um, but just in general, the hartebeest lifespan is 12 to 15 years. Oh, okay. That's not super long. I guess that's, like, in line with a lot of other hoofstock, though, right? Yeah, I think so. That sounds good. Okay, I'll buy it. These guys are prone to parasites. They had a bunch of s- stuff... But just, like, I, the only reason I wrote this down is because of this crazy fact. Okay, so they can get parasites. That's fine. Whatever. They can cause, like, encephalitis and lose their minds. But it's not always harmful. So they found 252 larvae of, like, some kind of gross-ass parasite in the head of a Ooh. hartebeest. Okay. And it was, like, fine. It was just, like, walking around. Just, like, doing its own thing. Wait, wait. Okay. It was in one animal? Yes, 252 larvae in its head. Oh, how they find it? Did and they like get a it? Zambian individual? I don't know. I don't know. You think I looked up? Crawling something? out its ears? <laughs> That's true. I know you only read article headlines. <laughs> yes. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't want to um, talk for that. That's nuts and creepy. Ugh. Yeah, I don't really know how they were like. Oh. But mm. I don't know how that thing was walking around either. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, spooky. It's all Benedict's design, my dude. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> this is my design. You know what? <laughs> I think if we don't title this episode Hartebeast, I think a good alternate title could be Benedict Cumberbatch, Africa's Most Fearsome Power Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and like we didn't think the alarms in his sub basement would ding enough with just us like <laughs> saying his name out loud. Are you fucking kidding me? Sometimes investigative journalism has to take risks. 
Jesus. Okay, so I just Googled that paper really quick. It is the prevalence of nasal bots in some Zambian hartebeest. So nine Liechtenstein's hartebeests were sampled for nasal bots. So they're found in the nasal cavity and paranasal sinus. So a maximum count of 252 was recorded from one head, but no obvious pathogenicity was detectable in this or any other hartebeest. Good grief. Yeah, so basically he was just like chilling with like a bunch of bugs in his nose, I guess. <laughs> He's like, it's fine. It's cool. They live there. Ooh. That's where they live. That's a sinister fact. It's like that other Adventure Time episode where all the bears live inside that, like, golem. <gasps> yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. The party bears just, or whatever. Like, dancing around, yeah. Party Pat's like, be party cool, Party Pat! Man. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Huh. Wow, this is having a bunch of unexpected ties to one I of know. our favorite shows. Which is good, because they're not found in any media at all, so I'm glad we can make these media ties early on. <laughs> uh, they're not found in any media, except they're, like, one of the most popular actors of our time. <laughs> it's a give and take. Oh, yeah. So, they're popular game and trophy hunting animals, so they get hunted Aww. because they're really visible and easy to hunt, because they're just, like, there. Um, and then evidence from Egypt and, like, their pictorial evidence shows that it looks like they even hunted them and domesticated them and they're like extinct in egypt so i guess that's like a thing Um, but they did use them as a source of meat as well oh okay you said they domesticated them yeah that's That's what like their pictures looked like they did there's like they're like riding around hartebeests fuck's sake i don't know a terrifying thought Ugh. can you imagine that though like you're going up to fight egypt and they're all riding these like horrible alien deer and you're like oh shit and all the deer are like shitting huge piles of stuff and like snot coming out of their eyeball holes on their face yeah oh no thanks and then you Hard see pass. like one just like run by and it stands <laughs> on up on two legs, two legs <laughs> yeah. and it's like it is i benedict cumberbatch and we're gonna He's like hello fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good hello Hello, it's me, Benedict. <laughs> I see like a gremlin. I mean, uh, I think of the hoofets. God. It's He's like, hoofets. one day I'll star in King Hello. Lear. Was Emma- he in King Lear? Was that the Shakespeare? I don't know. I don't want to get to know too much about him. I think it's going to be detrimental. I'm going to keep my distance from now on. I think it's a good idea. So IUCN Red List, each subspecies is listed separately, but they also have just like a species hartebeest total, which is least concern. Well, that's good. Okay, but then this is what I don't understand. One of them is extinct. <laughs> oh no, which one? Well, the booble, the bubble. Oh yeah. Blah, blah, that one's extinct. Okay, the red is least concern. The coax is least concern. The Liechtenstein is least concern. But then the swains is endangered. The western is oh. near threatened. The Jacksons is endangered, and the Torah is critically endangered. Oh. So Does it this... have to do with their location, maybe? Yeah, and then, like, the summary of all that is least concerned. Like, fuck, they're dying. The Torah, there's less than 250 left. Oh, that's, like, ooh, that's not good. But I guess there's just so many of all the other ones that, like, outweighs it. Yeah, that's kind of not a very good classification overall for that species, then, of, like, least concern, because you've kind of got, like... A scattershot of everything happening and yeah that's a wide i feel like spectrum. it should at least be like in the middle at least concern is like nothing it should be like yeah. near threatened at least like come on yeah but oh, i guess man. they're all like fucking and stuff so like how do you even save a save a subspecies when they're just like hybridizing all the time so you said like trophy hunting is a big issue 
Yeah, trophy hunting. Overall, they are extinct entirely in Algeria, Egypt, uh, Libya, Morocco, Tunisia, Somalia, places where they were found before. The Jacksons is endangered. It's declined since the 1980s. It used to be like 285,000. Now it's down to 70,000 individuals. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... Residential and commercial development is a threat. Um, Livestock farming and ranching, hunting and trapping, weird diseases, and then, like, drought. Yikes. But, I don't know. But, like, not that one parasite, I guess, right? But not that one booger one. Yeah, it's chill. (laughs) Um, And then I was trying to find, like, them in media. They don't exist other than Benedict Cumberbatch hiding in plain sight. And then... I was looking for them in zoos. I can only find two ever, like two total zoos that have them right now, currently. Oh. This is a Polish word, because this is in Poland. Roklaw Zoo, and then Lion Country Safari in Florida. (laughs) Oh, what? I know, isn't that fucking random? That is. They're in a very exclusive club. They know the secrets, and they're not allowed to divulge them. Yeah, something's going on at Lion Country Safari, for sure. Hmm. Those are the only two. That's really weird. It's really weird. Huh. Um, okay. Well, if we want to help them out, what can we do? I don't know. Write a letter to Benedict, I guess. (laughs) Help your species, my dude. Like, call to action. Come on. Well, I guess, I mean, like, trophy hunting is a huge issue for a lot of animals. Yeah. So I guess, like, discouraging that is always a good place to start. And then you said a lot of it has to do with, like, the actual places in which they live. So yeah, okay, so the Torah is decreasing. They literally think there's less than 250. It says the main threats are livestock farming and ranching and hunting and trapping. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, it was assessed in 2016, so they're saying, like, I mean, it's possibly extinct, right? Yeah, that's not good. They live in a savannah. I don't know. I used to in Redless. I don't know if you've visited it in a while. They updated their website. Yeah, I did, did the other that? day. It's sort of weird. I kind of don't like it, because now it's, like, more goofy looking. Like, it's, like supposed to be more fun to look at or something i don't know but it's just like where's the fucking information now you added all these like weird symbols you added the symbols and removed the science so it said the main threat to hartebeest in general including torah are agro pastoral development and hunting oh okay so i mean yeah i guess that makes sense it's like human encroachment right yeah like just in general yep so we're taking over their land to make way for agricultural opportunities yeah which a lot of animals, unfortunately, deal with. Right. I guess if people want to help, it just helps to, like, take a look at the threats behind them and then to, like, even farther look at the reasoning behind it. So, like, with agricultural mm. farming, like I said, that comes a lot of times when people are making way for new crops and stuff to support mm-hmm. their families. Um, and so a lot of times looking at the products that we consume uh, can help help those animals out that are like their habitat is being encroached upon mm-hmm. but it's a tricky one because i mean the good news is by doing that you're helping a lot of animals but at the same time it's hard to understand exactly what your impact is yeah um for like a specific species i don't know it's tricky it's a tough well and this situation. is a tricky animal too right like zoos are so important in education and just like awareness yeah. like i didn't even know how to say heart beast until this person asked me to do this let alone know one of them was critically endangered it reminds me kind of of the Saula, too. Like, they're yeah. obviously a lot more widespread, but kind of in the same vein, we don't really know how to help. <laughs> we don't really, like, they're not really yeah. in zoos, and so they're not really on the forefront of people's minds. I think it's a good it's a good uh, example, though, of just the amount of biodiversity in the world that maybe 
common everyday people, but also like people that are experts in the field don't really even know about. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much diversity that we're still finding animals and we're still learning about their like endangerment status and stuff. So, but I think the common thread that we always see that like threats they face are due to humans. That at least is helpful because we know what we can start doing to help them. But Mm -hmm. it's just interesting. Like there's so much out there that we still don't know. And yet we're like rapidly consuming the natural resources of our world which isn't great don't even think it's fair that you know just to save face like benedict isn't going to come forward with this information that obviously he's had for a long time like since egyptian like pyramid fucking times (laughs) hieroglyphics yeah yeah it's a little bit self-serving i think but you know he's got to pump those avengers movies out He's, like, the worst one. He doesn't even do anything cool, right? He just has, like, a cape that walks around. I don't even know. Oh, what? Did you not see Infinity War? No, dude. He was, like... Oh, that's true. You don't watch superhero movies. <laughs> he was, like, pivotal to the plot. <laughs> oh. But doesn't he just have, like, a cape that walks around? Yeah, but he also does, like, magic. <laughs> wow, okay. It falls in line with everything we've heard so far about the rest of his species. <laughs> he sounds so. like a fucking Las Vegas strip show. I'll pass. Let's make a strip show. I would be amazing. A magical strip show featuring Benedict Cumberbatch. No, I just mean like on the Las Vegas Strip. He has like oh. a magic show. Oh my god. A magical strip show. I- Benedict Cumberbatch for one night only in Las Vegas. Holy shit. He rips off his fucking skin at the end and he just gets on all fours and he's a heart of beast. He starts shitting. <laughs> this is my territory. Oh my god! And he gets on all fours and starts fucking headbutting everybody. What a show! And Ooh. then he also does like some card tricks. <laughs> One night only for sure. He can't keep that up. Well, it's he ripped off his skin. That's it. <laughs> you can only do it once. You can only do it once. Can't go back. Nope. That's why he's got to make sure he's getting getting all his movies done first. Well, that's the hex, right? This be- as Alcelifus Bucelifus. Oh my god, you're so right. Ooh, this is the episode of realizing things. God, full circle. Shit. Shit. So that's all I have. So TLDL, okay. the hardy beast, is an African antelope. There are eight subspecies, maybe. I don't know. Two of them might just be their own thing. Also, they totally hybridize. In general, they're of least concern, but some of the subspecies are extinct or critically endangered or near threatened or just regular endangered. Um, this is just a giant antelope with kind of weird horns. Its eyes are very, very up high on its face. And <laughs> pretty, it's, pretty far up there. And its mouth is about 30 inches away from its eyes. Um, really, really low on its face. Mm-hmm. It's pretty chill. It doesn't really migrate. It has preorbital glands that he swabs shit with. He lives during the day, hangs out, eats. He lives during the day, <laughs> dies during the night. <laughs> At night. He passes into the, another realm Yep, where he uses his walking cape. He eats grass. <laughs> Yum. He has sexual relations with other hartebeasts. I would expect, yes. He has parasites and okay. hooves. Oh, those two go hand in hand sometimes. If you want to see one in real life, go to Africa or Lion Country Safari or... The Rokla Zoo in Poland. Don't know if we have any listeners in Poland. If we do, so sorry. Check it out. I'm sure you don't pronounce that word anything like what I said. Yeah, we're sorry. We're ignorant. 
I'm ignorant. Also, I probably didn't. I didn't say Heart of Beast right for the first third of this episode. So whatever. That's okay. We all live, and then we learn, and then we get loves. I'm oh. never gonna stop saying that. <laughs> loves. You've got a lifetime buyer. I've never had a child. <laughs> That you know of. Yeah, that's true. Who knows what's going on down there? <laughs> Yike. Um, okay, thanks everybody for listening to this Heart of Beast episode. We yeah, are, we really went off the rails, huh? We're recording like 90 episodes in the span of two days before I rocket launch my body into space. So they're going to get exponentially weirder. Wait. <laughs> Stay Just, tuned. Get ready. Take some medicine. Don't <laughs> sniff that airplane breakfast. Don't do it. It smells gross. It's bad. Something horrible happened to those eggs. So something we unspeakable. Something unspeakable. So unspeakable we can't even speak it. We can't speak it. We'll text it. I'll text you. Okay, so we hope you had a good time chilling with us. If you enjoyed the episode, tell your friends and your family. Your family! Tell your family! Write to Benedict Cumberbatch to listen to this episode. It's all in good fun. We know he's not really a human and he is a heart of beast. You thought I was going to say the other thing. I'm not. He's a heart of beast. Check out our Instagram and our Twitter and our Facebook. If you want to tell us what animal to focus on, since we apparently don't know some of them exist, join mm-hmm. our Patreon, which is patreon.com like slash zoo or slash keeper chat or something. I don't know. It's like there $5 dollars a month and you get to talk to us and post weird stuff and see weird things that we post and you get bonus episodes. We had two last month. They were very spooky. One was about gremlins and one was about goblins. Yeah, that sounds up your alley. Give it a listen. And we have one for this month. It's going to be very just like topical. Like seasonal, maybe? Seasonal. Very seasonal. Mm-hmm. Season of the witch. Rate us, review us on iTunes. Listen to us. Eat us. I don't know. Don't eat us. Uh, next week, and by next week, I mean like in five minutes when we record the next one, <laughs> Fana will be here. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. As always, if you liked it, cool. If you didn't, cool. I mean, I was here during this episode as well. But... No, you were not <laughs> present. We'll return for the next episode. Okay, great. Okay, bye, everybody. Oh, you sounded just like Mickey. <laughs> okay, oh. bye. <laughs> Was that more Mickey? No, it was worse. Was it? Okay, okay, everybody. Whoa. Whoa. We are not voice actors. Okay, wait. Let's say goodbye like we're Benedict Cumberbatch. You have to go first because I I have to just copy what you say. Okay, wonderful. Smell you later. Oh, goodbye. (laughs) You're so stupid. Bye. Bye.